Welcome back to Wake Up with W5. We just went over some little exercises, but I'm excited to hear back from you guys. I was on a little vacation. Um, and today we are right back at it for the new year, continuing to develop our minds, our bodies, and, and repeating the things that we're learning uh, because repetition is, is what's going to get it stuck in your head, what's going to get it to be automatic in your lifestyle, right? So today we're going to be talking about belief cycles, okay? Belief cycles. Every single person on this call is trapped in a belief cycle. Everybody, you, me, everybody who on camera, I see Mo, Cynthia, Tanisha, Danielle, every single one of you guys is trapped in a belief cycle. And some belief cycles, what they do is they move us up. And some belief cycles, most belief cycles, actually, because of the way that we've been conditioned in life, they're actually going to move us down, right? They're, we have a lot of, because of the way that we've been conditioned in society and the way we were raised, we have a lot of negative belief cycles, defeating belief cycles, limiting belief cycles. And so there's two different types. There's a belief cycle that can push you up and there's a belief cycle that can bring you down. And in order for you to transcend from one to the other, or to use your belief cycles in a positive way, you have to first understand how they work, right? And there's five steps of the cycle of these beliefs, okay? There's five steps that I'm going to go over uh, to you today. So if in your life, you feel like you're maybe stuck in an area where you're not taking action, or you're stuck in an area where you are taking action, but maybe the action you're not taking that you're taking is not giving you the result that you want to have. Okay. This eyelash though, this eyelash, I don't know what's going on, but this eyelash is in my eye. Um, so whether you're stuck in non-action or whether you're stuck in action, that's not giving you results, understanding these five steps, you can find the answer to what you're looking for. Okay. But first you got to understand these five steps of the belief cycle. So first things first, we have a belief, right? That's the first step of the cycle. Number one, we have a belief. And this belief is either empowering or disempowering. It's either going to be pushing us up or it's going to be bringing us down. And that is where it stems from, the beliefs that you have. Once you have the belief, that belief starts affecting your RAS. Your RAS is your reticular activating system, okay? If you, if you, I searched up the definition of it, but your reticular activating system is a network of neurons located in the, in the brainstem that project interiorly to the hypothalamus to mediate behavior. Okay. That was a big definition, but basically they project to mediate your behavior and they're a bundle of nerves that filter out any unnecessary information. So all of the important stuff gets through. That's what the RAS is. And we're going to talk a little bit about it later so, to give you guys an example for you to understand it. But the RAS is, is a reason why you're learning a new word and then you start hearing it everywhere you go. It's why when you're in a crowd, you can tune out what everybody is talking about and focus on the person you're talking to. But if somebody calls your name, immediately your attention is going to go to that. Right, because what it does is it filters out all the information for what's important to you. That's what the RAS does. It takes all the information that you see and it filters out what's important to you. So when someone calls your name in a crowded room, that's important to you. So your RAS is gonna filter that. 
right? So basically your RAS, your belief affects your RAS, which is your focus, and it controls what you see. Because remember, if you're in a room full of people and they're all talking, you're not focusing on them. But as soon as somebody calls your name, you have a focus. Somebody asked what's the S in RAS. It stands for reticular, reticular activating system, okay? Reticulator, reticular, reticular activating system, RAS, okay? And basically it, it chooses what you're gonna focus on because if somebody calls your name, your focus is gonna shift from the conversation you have to the person that's calling your name, even though there's a million noises in that room, right? So it's basically gonna choose what you're gonna focus on. So your belief affects your RAS. So number two is your focus, your RAS right? What you're going to be focusing on. And it controls what you're going to see. You don't just see life as, as it is. You don't just see what is. You actually see through a lens. So everything that's happening in reality, you see reality through your own personal lens. Kind of like we talked about a few weeks ago. Remember, was anybody on the call where I talked about the windows? Where the frames? You, you see, like when you go, when you're at the front door, you see reality through your, through your, sorry, living room window. Like right now I'm in my living room. You guys see my living room window? When I look through that window, I see reality in a specific way. If I move to my kitchen and look at the window from my kitchen, I'm going to see reality from a different perspective, right? The frame that we look through things is going to determine what we're going to see, the range, the, the way things are going to be viewed. So it's the same thing with in life, your reality, understand that everything is perception. Just because you see it, everything is perception. The way we could be looking at the same exact thing, but the lens that you see it from is going to give you a different vision than the lens that I see it from. Does that make sense? So your focus is going to determine what type of lens you're looking at reality through, right? And it, your, your belief, is gonna affect that focus. And your belief is also going to affect your physiology. Your physiology, which is how you feel, how you act, your micro behaviors, the small things that you do. The belief is going to affect your literal physiology. Like this is science. This is not just like hoo-ha. This is literal science. It's affecting your RAS is a real thing that's in your brain. And your physiology is a real thing. Your belief is going to affect your physiology. The little things that you do, the little actions that you take, the little behaviors that you have, it's going to affect those. And then those things, so number one was belief. Number two, somebody asked what was number two. Number two was focus. Your RAS determines your focus. And then number three was your physiology, okay? Now, then through those things, it's going to create a self-fulfilling prophecy, okay? Self-fulfilling prophecies. That's number four. Self-fulfilling prophecies. You are basically going to manifest the things that are aligned with your belief. And I'll give you guys examples in a minute. But whatever it is that your belief is, you are going to manifest that. And that is your self-fulfilling prophecies. They're like, you created this belief and now you're creating circumstances in life that are going to basically 
uh, align with that belief that are going to make it make sense because your brain, your body naturally doesn't want to be wrong. It doesn't want to be wrong. So if you say I'm a loser, it's going to create self-fulfilling prophecies that align with that statement, that align with that belief. That's how your body works. Your body wants to prove yourself right naturally. And from there, you will get number five, a reference experience, a reference experience. So you will have an experience that is going to reference your belief and it's going to basically reinstate your belief. And it's going to reinforce it. It's like a cycle, right? So you're gonna have an experience in life that whatever your belief is, whether it's positive or negative, that experience is going to reinforce the belief. Oh, look, I was right. I was right. Whether it's a positive or negative belief. That is the cycle. I'm going to go over it one more time. Number one, your belief is where everything stems from. Number two, your focus that comes through your RAS, right? what you focus on. Number three, your physiology, your micro behaviors. Number four, self-fulfilling prophecies. And number five, you're going to have a reference experience that's going to go back out and reinforce that belief. And it's like, a, it's a cycle. Think of it like a circle. So you got belief, focus, physiology, self-fulfilling prophecies, reference experience, reinforces the belief. And we go back again, belief, focus, physiology, and it goes in a circle. It's a cycle. Is that making sense so far? Because I want to give you guys an example. Drop some ones if that's if you got that down. If you took notes on that. Good. So I was at this uh, event in Miami a few months ago and I was talking to one of the speakers um, who I thought had a phenomenal mindset. And hopefully I can get him on the on the on the podcast that I'm coming up with. But I, I thought he had a phenomenal mindset and I was really hoping, I was really impressed with his mindset. So after, obviously, like I always do, guys, you got to go to events. Like, I'm sorry, little side note here. You need to go to events in 2023. I don't care what kind of events there are. Go find them on meetup.com. Go to network marketing events if you're a network marketer. Go to events. I'm going to, I'll I'll go through the physiology again. I'll explain it in a minute. Um, But Go to events because events change lives. Because this person definitely had an impact on my life. And I had like a five minute conversation with him. And as I was talking to him, I had mentioned he was recommending a book. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to get that uh, the audiobook for that. And he's like, why audiobook? You need to read the physical book. And I'm like, and, and I said something like, oh, like I don't, I don't read phys- physical books. And he's like, why? And I said, I'm just not good at it. Like I'm a slow reader. Like I don't, like I don't grasp it. Like it it, it doesn't like, for me, it doesn't work. Like I'm just not good at reading. And he said one line to me that I was just like, you know, when somebody says something you're like, oh shit. Like there's there's nothing you can say. You just, you just got to soak it in. (laughs) You got to take it on the cheek, you know? And he said, why do you believe something that doesn't benefit you? And I don't know. But I just went silent. I was like, I was like, damn. Like instantly I wanted, my brain wanted to, obviously I didn't say this, but my brain wanted to be like, I don't, that's just how I am. That's just how I like, that's how I've always been. That's how everything's been. Like that's just, I, I, I didn't create this. It just it was always like this. That's my my ego, my defense immediately went went to that. Immediately wanted to say that. 
But when he said to me, why do you believe in something that doesn't benefit you? I was just like, wow. Especially after seeing how amazing his mindset was, like it made sense to me that he stopped me there. Like, why would you believe that? Why? You get to choose what you believe in. Why would you choose to believe in something that doesn't benefit you? And he told me this story and it goes really aligned with what we are talking about here today. And he told me this story. He said, imagine if um, you got, you landed in the hospital, something happened to you, you, you were in a coma, you fell asleep for a few years, whatever the case may be, and you landed in a hospital and you had some, you had some, something like you, you forgot everything about your previous life other than your name. You forgot everything about your life. Okay. Everything. And you woke up and they told you when you woke up, you were asking, Oh, like, what was my life? Like, who am I? Like, you want to, you want to remember, cause you don't remember anything. They, they, they told you that you're broke. You were always struggling with money. You, you, you never could keep a job. You are a loser. People think you smell people, people, people don't really like you that much. Like you have a few people that are around you, but most people don't really like you that much. They find you irritating. Um, you're not really good with people. You don't have any special skills. You're not, you're not talented in any, anything. You're just a regular guy. A regular girl, whatever. And they tell you these things when you wake up. What would you do when you go out into the world? When you walk out of that hospital and you go out into the world, how would you behave? What would your physiology be like? What would your micro behaviors be like, right? Because if we're looking back at the cycle, that's now your belief, because that's all you know. That's all you know about yourself, right? All you know about yourself is that. So your belief is now going to affect your focus and your physiology. Your focus is what you're focusing on and your physiology is is how your micro behaviors. You're going to go into the world. And when you approach people, you're going to stand a little farther back because you feel like you smell. When you talk to people, you're going to focus on the fact that they don't like you. You're going to be timid. The way that you approach them is going to be timid. It's going to be scared. You're not going to reach for more. You're not going to try to start a business. You're not going to try to get a fancy job. You're not going to think that you, you can achieve a success because your belief is that you are not that, that you're a loser. So you're going to go through life and you're going to look for experiences in life that are going to confirm to you that you are a loser. So you're going to walk out and you're not going to be able to find a job and you're like, look, I was a loser. I am a loser. That, that, that's, a, that's a reference experience that's going to reconfirm my belief that I am a loser. You're not going to amount to much. You're not going to look for much. You're not going to achieve much because that's what your belief system is. But I want you to think about how your life would look like if you woke up from that coma and you asked the doctor the same questions. What was my life like? What was I like? Like, what did I do? Tell me about myself. And they told you, you were a multimillionaire three times and you went bankrupt. You went bankrupt, bankrupt multiple times and every single time you went bankrupt, you got richer. You snapped back out of it 
and you literally went back to being a multimillionaire. And now you're bankrupt again. Some stuff happened before, you know, you, you, you came to the hospital, you bankrupt right now. But every single time you went bankrupt in the past, you went back to being a millionaire. This happened three times in your life. Everybody knows you because you're so confident. You're so good at what you do. You always seek out good opportunities. People love being around you. People feel so good when they're around you. When they're around you, they feel more confident. They feel more themselves. People love you all over the world, all over the city. People love you. They love your presence. They smile when they see you. You're so talented. You're really good at, at money. You're really good at money. You're really good at duplicating your money because you're somebody who's been able to go from bankruptcy to multi-millions three times. And people don't know how you're going to do it, but you always prove them wrong and you always do it. And you create these amazing businesses. And each time you get better and better. What would your life look like if you walked out of that room, walked out of that hospital with those belief systems? Now your chest is a little higher. You're walking a little different. You're approaching people differently. You're saying hi, you're smiling, you're shaking hands, you're meeting people. You have the same situation. Both situations, you're broke, but your belief system is different. In the second situation, you know that you will get your millions back. You know that you will snap back and you're looking for confirmations of that. When you're going through, through the world, you're looking for confirmations that people love you. So when you see somebody smiling, you just think they're smiling because they everybody loves you, right? When you meet somebody, uh, you, you talk to them, you engage with them, and you just believe that everybody is for you, everybody's on your side. You see opportunities that the other guy wouldn't see because you've been told that every single time you snap back to millions. So you see, you, you see opportunities. You're looking for confirmations of your belief in this world, right? You're literally looking for them. And I truly believe that those two things can completely affect a person. The person that has the belief will get to those millions because the belief is going to affect their focus and what they see and their physiology and how they act and their self-fulfilling prophecies and their experiences and it's gonna go in an upward cycle. Every time they go through that cycle, they're going up, 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 up. Whereas the first guy, every time they go through that cycle, they go more down and more down and more down and more down and more down. But it stems from the belief. So only believe things that benefit you. Only believe things that benefit. Why would you believe something that doesn't benefit you? Why? Because you get to choose your beliefs. Even, for example, and I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, but religion. Like, you understand that if you were born in a different part of the world, you would believe in a different religion? Right? If you were born in a different part of the world, you would have probably a different religion. And it doesn't mean that one's better than the whatever, I'm not asking you to question your religion, but it's a belief that you choose to have. Why? Because it benefits you. You choose to you choose to believe in it because it benefits you. It benefits your life. It adds beauty into your life. 
So why do we choose to believe in things that don't benefit us? Why do we stick to those things? Because you can choose a different belief. And if you're not sure what your beliefs are, your limiting beliefs, take out a piece of paper and write down on your piece of paper, I am, and see what flows. Literally see what flows out on the piece of paper. Don't like write down the first thing that comes to mind. Don't write the good answers. Don't write like the positive things that you think like I'm beautiful, I'm amazing. Don't write what you think is the answer that you should be writing, but what genuinely comes to your mind the first time you think I am. And if it comes to you, if it's an ugly word, write it down. Because even if you're like, oh no, I don't think that because if it came to you, you think that when anything that's immediate, that's your subconscious. If it's immediate, it's your subconscious, write it down. And those are some underlying beliefs that you have. That's how you're going to find them. So let's say you have a belief that I'm not good enough. I think that's a pretty common one. Definitely one of one of mine that I that I have, depending on the times. I've I've definitely healed from it a lot, but it's it's a it's a core, I would say, like childhood trauma belief that that I had from 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 childhood. I'm not good enough. Let's say that. That's a pretty relatable one. That's your belief. And we're gonna go through the cycle, right? We're gonna go through the cycle, right? So if your belief is I'm not good enough, that's going to affect your RAS, right? And your RS is going to filter this information to find what has value to you or what is in alignment with your belief. It's kind of like, like, let me, let me, let me uh, reiterate what we talked about before. The reticular activating system, the RAS, is a bundle of nerves in your brainstem and it filters out unnecessary information so the important stuff gets through. So if you close your eyes, and I ask you, what is around you that like, like close your eyes right now. Okay. And I'm going to ask you, what is around you that is red? And you're going to open your eyes. You're going to look around your room, look around your room for what's red. Boom. You're going to see red, 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 right there, red, right there, red, right there. And red, right there. Like I'm looking around my house, red, right there, red, right there. Right, you're immediately you're gonna see red, 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 red. Where maybe like when you, when I've been sitting here for like what an hour, I didn't, I didn't really notice this, like necessarily that these things were red. But if you close your eyes and I asked you to look at the red, you're gonna open your eyes and that's what your mind is gonna be focused on. Your RAS, your reticular activating system, will filter out and find what it is that you're looking for. The, those of you that opened your eyes, put a one in the chat if you noticed that you were easily spotting the red things. Drop a one in the chat if you were easily spotting the red things. Okay, perfect. See? Because your RAS is filtering it out, right? It's filtering it out. It does the same thing with your beliefs, okay? With your beliefs. So whatever has value to you or whatever is congruent to your beliefs that you have, your RAS is going to filter. I just proved to you how it works in your mind when you said red, right? We just proved that the RAS works, right? But it's going to filter whatever is that belief. So if your belief is I'm not good enough, 
Your RAS is literally going to hijack your focus, right? Literally going to hijack your focus. So now all you're seeing is red, 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 red. Now all you're seeing is I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. You're looking for that. You're looking for things in your life that show that I'm not good enough. Well, uh, I didn't uh, make my bed this morning. I'm not good enough. I didn't wake up early this morning. I'm not good enough. This person was rude to me. I'm not good enough. Like you're literally looking for the same things, just like you're looking for the color red. You understand that? You understand how that works? That's how instant it is. You don't realize it. It's instant. It's going to hijack your focus so that you focus on whatever it is that is congruent to your beliefs or whatever it is that you're valuing right now. And you're going to start filtering and looking for evidence of that in your life. And what does the world look like for someone who's not good enough? Drop it in the chat. What does the world look like for somebody who's not good enough? Someone said, is this call staying on IG? I want to say this. No, but it will be on our podcast. You can listen to this back on our podcast, Wake Up a W Fat Podcast. Like shit, victimizing. Yeah, defeating. Sad. It sucks. Right? That's what you, the lens that you're looking, that's, that's remember, you're looking at reality through your lens. That is the lens that you're going to look through it at. Look through it from feeling empty, right? Because that's your belief. And your, your, your focus is going to be hijacked so that you're only seeing things that are in alignment with your belief. And it's also going to affect your physiology. I'll give you some examples of the physiology, right? So let's say you want to say hi to somebody, but your belief is I'm not good enough. Instead of feeling at ease and, and free and flowing and comfortable and just walking up to somebody and be like, hey, how's it going? it's going to hijack your physiology as well. And you can try to focus. Okay, okay, I'm going to go say hi. I'm going to go say hi. I'm going to be normal. I'm going to go say hi. You can try, but at the end of the day, it hijacks it. It hijacks your focus. So you're going to go up and you're going to be like, hey, um, uh, how's it going? Your micro behaviors are going to be a little bit off, right? They're going to be a little bit off. And people can sense that. People can sense energy. People can sense how you feel. So as you, you go and say that with your micro behavior a little bit off, your micro behavior a little bit, you know, not really authentically you, you're going to manifest a certain type of response. You're going to manifest that person. That person might be like, oh, they're, they're a little off. Like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm good. How are you? Like, you know, ever had somebody weird as fuck come up to you? Like, like, I don't know if you're sitting at a food court or like a guy, if you're a girl and they come up to you and they're acting mad weird, you're just like, hi. Yeah. You know, you like, you, you kind of like, you respond like that because their physiology is a bit off. It's not natural. They didn't come up to you like, Hey, how are you? What's up? Like, you know, they came up to you kind of like in a weird way. And you're like, hi. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Cause their physiology is a little off. So your response is going to be a certain type of response. It's the same thing here. If your physiology is a little bit off, you're gonna manifest a different type of response from that person, right? This is why sometimes you can have amazing results in your life, but nothing will change. Nothing will change. Let's say you go up to somebody 
and your micro behaviors are off. You, you say it a little weird. One second. Right? Your micro behaviors are a little bit off. You go up to someone and you're like, hi, how, how are you? You know? And they're like, oh, hi, it's nice to meet you. And they actually give you a good response, right? They give you a good response. You got an amazing result, even though your micro behavior was a little bit off. The thing about the RAS and the thing about your, it hijacking your focus and your physiology is you're not even gonna see it. Your focus is going to block it out. You're gonna see something different or you're gonna come up with an excuse as to why that is the way that it is. You're gonna see something different. You're not gonna see, oh, a happy, friendly person. You're gonna see something different because the lens, the reality that you're looking at is through your lens. And your lens is gonna be hijacked by this belief, right? So you're gonna see something completely different. Like they weren't that nice or they, they were a little awkward or they were judging me or even though the person may have not been. Or you're gonna come up with an excuse. Oh yeah, they did like me, but it's because they felt bad for me. Or yeah, they did like me, but it's because we were at an event, so they had to be nice, right? Whatever the excuse is. Not because they actually liked me. Because you're going to change what you see. So there was an example in this, in this video I watched, and they talked about how they went to an event with one of their friends and as they were outside, they were on like a smoke break or something like that. They were talking about how amazing the event was, how good it was, how everybody was like so interactive. And one of the guys, it was like three, three guys. One of the guys was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Nobody liked me. Like every, like nobody really liked me. Like the people were like, the energy was off. And the other two guys were like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? Everybody freaking loved you. They were so engaged with you. They were laughing with you. They were smiling with you. They like, they like loved your energy. And the guy was like, no, they didn't. Like nobody liked me there. So they went back into the room and they decided to prove him wrong. So as he was talking to people, they took photos. They took photos secretly when he was talking to people so that he could capture the person being engaged and smiling and laughing and enjoying the conversation. And when they went back out and showed him the photos after the event, the guy was like, oh, they were just smiling because like the camera was there. They were smiling at the camera, not me. Right? Creating an excuse because you're literally only going to see what is in congruence to your belief. And somebody else could see it completely differently, but you're only looking at what's in congruence with your belief. And it is literally that wild. Like you don't realize it because it's subconscious to you, but it's literally that wild where they're like, what the hell are you talking about? These people are smiling. They love you. And you're like, no, nobody likes me. Like it's that wild because it's wiring in your brain and you're not conscious of it majority of the time. But if you had a good belief, just like the guy in the hospital that you told him that he was a millionaire and every single time he went broke, he got even richer and he got even more successful. If you had a good belief that you're a good person, that you are good enough, that things are great for you, things are always working out for you. If you had a good belief, then you see everything in a, in a positive light because there is no such thing as a negative event. It's always how you experience it.
There's no such thing as a negative event. It's how you experience it. Someone could experience the exact same situation and event as you, but they're going to look at it differently. They're going to look at it through a different lens because they're going to have a different belief that affects their RAS differently, that affects their focus and their physiology differently. So they're looking at it. They're looking for different confirmations than you are, right? So the same exact event, they can experience differently in different ways. So understand it's all down to perception, perspective. Someone with a positive belief may not be affected by something that you see as negative and they won't see it. They will not see it or they will come up with a positive excuse for it, right? Oh yeah, 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 that happened, but it happened. And you know, I'm grateful that it happened because like, for example, the way I look back at my relationship now, like uh, with my ex, uh, when I was uh, dating a narcissist and it was a really hard relationship for me, I am so genuinely filled with gratitude for that relationship. Like genuinely so filled with grat gratitude. I look at, like I was talking to my dad about it yesterday um, because my boyfriend right now is so emotionally intelligent and he never went through a bad relationship. And I was telling my dad, I just find it like crazy how he's so emotionally intelligent when it comes to relationships and communication and all these things, but he never went through a bad experience. But for me, my bad experience is what gave me my emotional intelligence. Like if it wasn't for that relationship, I would not be the person I am today. And I'm very grateful for it. You know, and I talked about how grateful I was for it because it really shaped me. It really taught me so much. So it was a negative situation, but, I, but my, my view on it, my perception on it is positive. I, I'm not even lying. I'm genuinely so grateful for that relationship. I'm grateful that it happened to me because I wouldn't have learned. And I see it in, in a positive way, right? And so that was just an, a small example, but someone with a positive belief is going to look at things in a positive way. And that is what sends them upwards because a situation may happen that is negative, but because of the way that they look at it and they perceive it, it's transcending them upwards. Or maybe a negative situation happens and they don't even give it the time. Somebody cuts you off. Somebody gets your order wrong. Somebody was rude to you and you just let go and you release it. You release it because it's not confirming to your belief and your reality. So you continue on the upward spiral going up, transcending up. So the way that you're going to work on these beliefs, because the beliefs are really where it all starts, right? On, on this cycle, the belief is exactly where it starts, is you got to let go of your internal programming. And everyone's going to do this in a different way, but you're not going to do it by avoiding it. You're going to face it. You're going to, you're going to figure it out. You're going to learn about it. You're going to watch YouTube videos about it. You're going to go to therapy, right? It, integrate the traumas that, ha that, that happened to you, integrate them into your life. Like that was the biggest blessing I ever got was therapy, right? Being able to integrate my traumas. And by integrating traumas, I, I mean, learning how to live and adapt and, and, and heal through them. You can, uh, my, my therapist's belief, and I know people have different ones that you can never hundred percent heal your traumas, but you can minimize their um, impact on you by integrating them. Right. And so integrating your trauma, surrounding yourself with people that have belief systems that you want. Surrounding yourself with people that have belief systems that you want, it will rub off on you. I'm sorry, but in this year, 
2023, you cannot give so much of yourself to people that have negative beliefs. You cannot because they, they rub off on you too. They rub off on you too. Right? So you have to be careful. I know there's people that you love and there's, you can love them from afar. You can love them from afar and spend a little bit less time with them and focus on seeking people that have the belief systems that you want, that you want to be around, right? So start with the belief, working on the belief, and it will the ripple effect will blow you away because once you have that positive belief, it's going to affect your focus. It's going to affect that RAS. It's going to affect your focus and what you see. It's going to affect your physiology and how you act and how you stand and how you behave. It's going to affect those self-fulfilling prophecies and those reference experiences. And it's going to create a cycle and that's pushing you upward instead of downward. And you're not gonna be able to do this overnight, but just focus on transferring your belief to something that is more beneficial to you. You get to choose what you believe in. So I'm going to tell you one more time. Why would you believe in things that don't benefit you? Believe in things that benefit you. Because your beliefs literally, scientifically affect your life. Okay? I hope this inspires you guys. I hope you guys learned a little bit more about the cycle, about yourselves. Um, and I hope this inspires you guys, you guys to take the action, to do the work that nobody else can do but you. Nobody else can go in and fix those internal belief systems but you. I hope it inspires you to do that work, um, to really have a greater and better you this year. I'm excited to watch all of you guys grow and continue learning together here on Wake Up with W Five. I'm going to stop the recording. If you enjoyed this, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Take a screenshot, share it on your stories, tag us. We appreciate you so much for supporting, and we'd love to see you on the live morning calls where we mastermind right after. So, thank you for tuning in. Mwah.